Good afternoon, boys and girls, and welcome to episode 15 of the Grad Life podcast. I'm delighted to have with me today Conor McGann, who's a mobile UX specialist in Google Ireland. I am. I'm used to say Google Australia. Conor, <laughs> thanks for joining me. No worries. Pleasure. Um, so let's get into your college days and, and learn a little bit what you, what you did. You were in Trinity, right? Yeah, I was in Trinity for four years. Right, okay. What did you do? I did a two-subject moderatorship originally in French and Latin, right. um, but I converted to French and sociology by the end of it, and I did pretty well there. Right. Um, so, so you went into Trinity just to do French and Latin? Uh, that was never my initial, um, I suppose, wasn't my initial goal, um, but I guess that's what my um, CAO allowed, entitled right, me okay. to. Um, definitely spend time on your choices. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I was fa- a big fan of languages. Um, right, I wanted okay. to major in French, so I knew that was going to be number one for yeah. me. And I had some interest in business. Right, okay. But Latin was not. I didn't want to become <laughs> yeah. a priest, a teacher. Um, I wasn't really sure. I just happened to put that down. Um, how's the French now? Do you still have it? I'm fluent in French. Um, a lot of French friends come and visit me in Dublin now. Ah, uh, right, okay. I've, I've worked in Paris. I, worked, I studied in Lille. Um, so I'm a almost almost native speaker. No, it's very good. Yeah. It's funny actually. I was saying um, on the last episode at Ross from LinkedIn, mm. we were kind of saying that a lot of our friends from commerce went and did the accounting exams. Oh yeah. And we were saying like our equivalent of kind of so they add they're really emboldening and strengthening their CV by doing that. Yeah. And I yeah. think the yeah. less numerically inclined of us are the, our equivalent of that is to learn a language and make ourselves more Absolutely. useful to a business like Google or any sort of tech business and. Um, I think like it's a huge asset to have. So it's, yeah, it's very impressive that you still have that a few years on. Somehow, yeah, you have to keep it going. You know, yeah. speaking with the natives and, and actually visiting France. Um, but I guess I was thinking about doing business in France. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's still an option, I guess. I think. Um, yeah. How did you find the language learning thing? I always took to language learning. I found it a lot easier than anything to do with numbers, like right. maths, accounting, finance. I completely hated all of those subjects. Yeah. I was not very good at them either. Um, I stuck to my strengths, um, which were languages, English, French, German, Latin, you know, any language. Yeah. Um, and that's where I really kind of, what I really enjoyed. Right, um, okay. So yeah. yeah, I found it really good. I, like, it's proven, I think, to do something to work out the brain in it ways that nothing else works. The brain. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then every morning now, I, to keep up my Spanish, I write my diary in <laughs> Spanish. Just Spanish so is I, a language I want to learn. Actually. It's good, yeah. It's like you know, I, I always love it. I think it sounds pretty cool and yeah. introduce you to, to nice people as well. So yeah, it's good. Definitely. Um, so you did French and Latin, and then you qualified from that and realized there was not much you could probably do with French yeah, and Latin. Yeah, so I converted to French to, so, to sociology, oh, sociology, Latin yeah. to sociology, and when I I majored in French my final year, um, I had a choice actually in my third year um, I dropped sociology to get to focus on one subject right, okay. um, even though I was very strong at sociology it wasn't what I wanted to major in yeah. uh, I wanted to major in French and yeah um, came out with a pretty good degree from Trinity um, but wasn't sure of where to go from there yeah. um, like most people I didn't know what to, what jobs to even start looking for I'd seen careers fairs I'd seen I'd met with guidance counsellors you know for careers um, but I, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. So I was sitting in a library on, I think, a December day around Christmas time. Um, that was just the final year I was doing. And I decided I would apply for Smurfit Business School. Right, okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I did a lot of research into business schools around Ireland, but not just in Ireland, Europe. Yeah. Um, to see where I'd apply. And 
luckily I got accepted. Well, Smurfit Business School has come on a long way, hasn't yeah. it? It's become pretty well internationally recognised, etc. Absolutely. It's got its triple accreditation. It's, you know, one of the top 100 business schools in whole of Europe. Right, um, okay. And, yeah, I think for doing business and, and learning business as yeah. a... Uh, as a, as a, a programme it's, it's brilliant to do in Ireland and it's only in Blackrock so it was oh, logical okay. for me to do and what was that like so that's is that an MBA or is it uh, just a Master's no, in Management no it's a Master's of Science in Management right okay um, so initially it was called the MIM um, right. Master's in Management but actually the year that I took that course I think it was 2013 it was um, it changed to Master's of Science so MSc in Management right okay brilliant course gets you to speak the business language um, mm. gives you the overall um, overview I guess of the business as a discipline um, you know you can learn about finance accounting marketing you know HR yeah. IT you know that's all that brilliant kind of stuff. If so for a guy at that age who doesn't know what he wants to do exactly. he gets to dabble in everything dabble in everything yeah. and find out what you do like and close doors on what you don't that's um, really good How? Um, so what are the details of it how long does it last uh, it's a year long course you can One do year. it part time um, but yeah so you can either do a part time course or you can do the full year masters and that lasts from usually from September to the following September right, but okay. you, it depends on your start date um, one of the best years of my life. Yeah. Um, I'm still part, very much part of the alumni network there. Um, yeah, you'd meet some great people there for sure. Met some brilliant people there, not just from the Masters and Management course, but also in things like marketing, the marketing practice, you know, people who are doing international business, for example, uh, project management, a whole yeah. range of courses. Um, That's very digital cool. marketing, yeah. Um, and do you mind, is it expensive, do you remember? Uh, not too expensive from what I recall. It's right. probably gone up um, since I last left. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure they do student loans for that sort of thing as well, and yeah. that would be a pretty good investment. Exactly. For it. So yeah, that, that's the good. Solid. I think it was ten to twelve. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. That's a very good investment for yeah. someone at that age who's yeah. who's trying to figure out what to do. Definitely. So then, well, it, it helped you a lot. So you went out of that and straight into Google, right? Uh, it wasn't as straightforward as that. Right. Uh, I had looked around um, in my last couple of months at other companies like Accenture. I looked at Deloitte. I looked at various different consultant companies, right. um, even in France, Mazars and a few oh, others yeah. that had come to visit. Um, but then Google did this like day trip where we got to come out to the offices and see the 11th floor and you know hear from some of the people that work at Google yeah. what they've really enjoyed about it. And initially I came away on the dart, gone back to BlackRock and Smurfit thinking, I definitely don't want to work at a company like Google. You know, it's just totally not me. Those people, ugh, I just can't stand them. Yeah. But then the more when I reflected in my own time and thought about what they said they did and what they most enjoyed, it definitely resonated with me. Yeah. Um, so I decided in a quiet corner one time in the library, I'd upload my CV and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. You said those people. What, <laughs> describe those people. Because I know uh, exactly what you mean, but I'd love to hear your description, uh, your idea of it. Yeah, so like they... I don't know, it kind of swanned into the room and just like, yeah, I work at Google and it's really cool. And just kind of, there was one guy who's flicking his hair and just going on about how great his job was and he gets to do things like this. But I felt like he was just, it was more for show yeah. um, and kind of impressing students, like, look where I am now. Um, when, I don't know, like I was there to really learn something like, why is it, what is it that you do? Like, mm. you know, what could I see myself doing that? You know, what makes you, what's the most exciting thing about the job? Yeah. That's what I came to listen about, um, listen and hear about, but wasn't what they were communicating. Yeah. It's more kind of their career and a bit about themselves. Yeah. yeah. I noticed that as well. So when I came to 
It was the first time I did my interview in Google and Sydney. Yeah. And I was in my suit from the bank job and I'd gone off for my lunch break in sure. commas and done the interview. <laughs> and when I came in, everybody just, they all, they all had this kind of, they walked, they strutted around in a swagger. A they had the laptops yeah. like under the arm. It was all yeah. very cool. That's Some exactly guys it. had like flat peak caps and all the hair done. Like yeah. the girls were already good looking. It was just like this really kind of young, sexy. It's a bit intimidating almost it is. actually. It yeah, is. like especially when you're there with your class and everyone's kind of, you know, you're just about comfortable with your, your the people who are studying the masters of yeah. management and then you have these three people come in and they look like they're, they're perfect individuals like nothing has ever gone wrong for them in their entire lives yeah. they've never made the wrong choices that's what they look they look like bloody prototypes or like, proto- like yeah almost yeah. robotic it's strange but then when you go in the culture was a big shock to me because yeah. the guy, say, who is almost intimidatingly cool, who yeah. I saw in my interview, yeah. Yeah. comes up and goes, "Hey, man, nice to meet you. Like, what's going on? Let's exactly, get a coffee." And super yeah. nice. This and wall comes down yeah. all of a sudden, which so, you don't, you wouldn't believe it would exist or would yeah, happen like that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that um, it's interesting to hear that you met that because you're a pretty confident guy, and yeah. it's still you still acknowledge it. Yeah. And I definitely got it as well. So mm. if well, someone if someone out there is visiting an office like Google or any other company mm-hmm. and sees that wall, yeah. there is always something behind the wall for sure. Hundred percent. I mean, half that half that class. There's forty in my course, by the way. They were all divided, whether they thought these people were really cool or whether they were just completely yeah, yeah, themselves yeah. and didn't know a thing. Yeah. But um. Well, they're lovely, and Google provides a lovely community as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I found like you know your good friends and the people you work mm-hmm. with, and a lot of internationals. Yeah, yeah. Um, in this office, so I'm not very familiar with the Dublin office, but it's yeah. very international, right? Yes, yeah, so this is European headquarters. We're in here today, and there's many languages spoken in the lift. So we have everyone from, uh, from Europe. We've got you know people uh, who are based from you know from Africa. Yeah, they as do well. Africa as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mina, Like we've got all the markets here like this is where it's happening yeah. uh, and then the rest of the operations are over in New York or Mountain View on TV yeah, uh, yeah. for all the Americans that are out there working with different markets yeah that's very very cool so it's really multicultural which is yeah. one of the best things about it like Smurfit for me was a good chance to work on projects with people from India from China you know not just from Dublin you yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. America you know it was amazing well, I um, I remember I was talking to my old manager in Google in Sydney about um, maybe doing an MBA. Yeah. And she was like, yeah. "This is your MBA. Why do you do an MBA? Well, I want to learn all about um, you know where business is going, etc. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. make a really good network of internationals." True. And she was like, "So look at what you're doing in Google. You're learning all about where business is going by the people who are yeah. dragging it that way, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're meeting loads of talented international people. So 100%. it almost yeah. is it's when you like go a to a company. MBA. Yeah, it's an interesting yeah. kind of idea. Um, it's real amazing experience working here I think you pick up so many transferable skills from yeah. people um, sometimes inadvertently as well when you find yourself more passionate about certain things on maybe a particular product mm. or project than the product you're working in yeah. um, and that kind of brings me to where I am in, in present day as well now yeah. because I've been here for nearly five years and I've worked with many different teams, um, but mainly with the UK market. Yeah. And that's how I got to mingle a bit with EMEA-wide, you know, other markets as well. Mm. So it's been good. What do you think, aside from, say, money and career and stuff, what do you think Google has given you? Um, Google's given me an opportunity um, to focus on more kind of leadership. Um, so I think definitely from a self-development point of view, I've become more self-aware. Um, thought leadership, creativity... Um, as someone who loves languages, you're quite creative. You have a large lexicon. You know, you want to be able to speak, to communicate yeah. with people. Um, however, sometimes it's hard to see projects through to the end. But by working with the right people, you're able to see projects through to the end. Yeah. So I think understanding where your strengths are and also 
where your weaknesses are too yeah. so you can partner with those who can help you as yeah, well yeah. has helped them <coughs> for me it gave what it gave me is very very clear it mm. provided me with a really good environment to figure out mm. exactly the strengths and weaknesses thing yeah. where would I be strong what should I be doing so I went yeah, into it I, I kind of just wanted to get out of the bank and I wanted to get into a nice culture and yeah, to, to experience culture. digital as well yeah, but yeah. in there it's just this whole world and the range of things they're doing mm. and the projects you can do and the people that you meet etc there's a lot it, of free reign yeah, yeah. it's so very informal I, would, I never thought about doing events and yeah. then events became Balance my main <laughs> career because of Google like it just kind yeah, of yeah. it just happened it follows that way yeah now definitely I've stumbled upon things in, in here as well from working with um, google.org you know helping you know, students come in here and working with various different teams in finance and people ops, HR. Yeah. You know, but like, I think you have to have that personality too to put yourself out there. Yeah, Otherwise sure. these opportunities never present themselves. Um, but I always had the confidence to, you know, try, at least try something new yeah. and try something different because if you don't, well, nothing will change. Well, that's the thing about Google. If you, I used to do it all the time in Sydney, just ping random people yeah. and say, yeah. hey man, do you want to grab yeah. coffee or yeah. whatever? I hear you're doing this, I hear you doing that. Yeah. And it, yeah. like the culture is such that they would never not say yes. So like open. they always say yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, I give you an example where I was looking for resources for the Dublin Tech Summit that I was speaking at. And to be honest, I had very limited resource as a sales rep you know, speaking with clients in the UK. However, you know, someone knows someone um, and you can go who and have a look at, you know, who's on the YouTube team. And yeah. they're very, usually very helpful once they understand the purpose yeah. and the reason. Um, people in here want to help yeah. each other. Yeah, grow. it's brilliant. Simple as that. Yeah. Um, tell us about that. I think it's awesome that you got to speak at the Dublin Tech Summit. So <laughs> it's a bit random, yeah. The Dublin Tech Summit would be one of the biggest around because, you know, you think of Silicon Valley, yeah. Tel Aviv and Dublin as the main um, hubs for tech. Yeah, How many definitely. people were there and... Yeah, so it was quite a large event. Like, it wouldn't be as big as Web Summit. Um, right. But, I mean, that's that's since left because, you know, obviously Ireland was not a desirable location to do business in. You know, hotels were upping rents and all that kind of thing. Web Summit um, has left? Oh, it's, it's, it's moved to it moves different countries. So ah, it was right, in right, Lisbon okay. last year. Right. Um, but Dublin Tech Summit was the first in its year uh, running. And right. it's run again this year, I think, in sometime in April, February, March, April, right, that cool. kind of time. Um, but it came about, and it's a, it's a large-scale event for anyone who in, who's interested in technology. Um, but I was reached out to by someone on LinkedIn, actually, and just explaining that they had a panel of speakers for um, C-level C speakers, but they wanted someone from the product side, maybe, on that panel. Right. Um, and w was I interested in um, you know speaking as a panel or as an individual? And I said, I actually prefer to speak with other people, um, purely because I think it's more interactive and engaging than yeah. just someone speaking themselves yeah. Um, but yeah so like I got into that's why I got in touch with someone in the YouTube team to get the resources but amazing experience like from just being on stage getting mic'd up you yeah. know it's all streamed and you know <laughs> you're taken to the speaker's lounge and you know it's in the convention center Dublin so who wouldn't want to speak there yeah um, that's good awesome. yeah it was a really good opportunity I took it yeah both hands. were you nervous before uh, I was a little bit nervous. We were allowed to bring, I think, uh, a, a plus one. Um, so I brought my partner, Amanda, um, and she accompanied me to the event. So right. she was kind of calming me a little bit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I, I guess I'd done a lot of uh, research. I'd done a lot of study, if you want to call it that, yeah. where I knew the subject matter inside out. So it was sure. more about not memorizing exactly every word, yeah. just kind of themes. And yeah. I think that's really good advice for any time you're presenting as well. It's yeah, just okay. To have loose loosely defined themes that you're going to stick to um, yeah. and add a bit of colour to them rather than you know word for word verbatim what yeah. you plan to say 
That would be very cool to, to yeah. speak at something like that. Um, yeah, that's good. So back in back in Google then, you were doing yeah. account management for three years, was it? I was, yeah. So that wasn't on the side. The account management was the full-time role. Yeah. I just happened to get this um, opportunity. But yeah, so that was mainly dealing with... I started in small business sales. Right. So small businesses, you know, uh, spending up to about towards 100K. Um, and then after that, I moved into onboarding new business and Newbie Plus, where I'd worked very closely with oh, new yeah. business sales, as you would know. Um, and then I did only about uh, half a year in that, I'd say, before I moved into a new, pro uh, I suppose, a, a higher touch program called Mid-Market Sales. Um, and that's where I was dealing with the up and coming brands, um, the top tier of account management within um, Google Marketing Solutions before yeah. they graduate to LCS. So then, like, to the to the uni student who doesn't quite get all that, yeah. it's basically someone is, they're running a business, let's say it's a clothes shop, mm -hmm. and they're trying mm -hmm. to market different ways, so they're going to be using billboards, Facebook, TV, radio, whatever, and then yeah. Google, so we use Google AdWords, exactly. YouTube, different yeah. things, all and you different manage things. their account for them and That's say, this it. is what you should be doing, this is how it's working, these are the problems, let's... Yeah. address it this way etc 100% so on a so day like, in, like a consultant would yeah. <laughs> I think the management part is very confusing or misleading even when I applied for the role as account associate account strategist but um, management is you're kind of overseeing like where are there areas to grow like where is there any opportunities to grow as you said on YouTube yeah. display and then you know also issues as well because obviously with these accounts we have to provide um, good support and service mm. um, so you tend to have a pretty full inbox um, plus people wanting to meet you face to face yeah. to discuss their priorities for the business um, so really interesting to learn about new business models like you said yeah. whether it's a, a hairdresser business a taxi business or it could be you know something very technical yeah I loved that I love the idea yeah, yeah exactly like whatever, 10 business models at least run yeah. past you every day. That's it. And just, yeah. that, that's pretty intellectually stimulating and it's, it's yeah, cool to work with the, that. Yeah, you've got to the brain a bit yeah. <laughs> to adjust. And so how long in MMS do you hang on to a client for? Um, so minimum, uh, it would be at least six months is what they say. Right, okay. Um, Dependent <clears throat> on growth. Um, so usually I, I handled clients for about two, two to three years. Right. Um, the, the idea is that we grow them to a large customer. Um, so that can be very much depend on their online growth. Yeah, they might have huge offline growth, but it's what we would assess yeah. as large customer in terms of advertising revenue yeah. online. Um, so yeah, look, but it's good a good way to build a relationship, and that's part of the reason I moved out of small business sales was because that was every quarter, every yeah. three months, you had a new account manager and. That was also awkward, not just for the customer, but also for us. So yeah. I didn't enjoy that. And a quarter goes very fast. Very quickly, yeah. yeah. And, and to have real business impact, you need to go, you need to really spend a lot more yes. time with some of these guys. 100%. So that was a frustrating element of my role in Google, yeah. which I, I only worked a quarter, couldn't sure. work further. Yeah, yeah. And Cut you come in and just when you get your feet under the table, you have a good hold of things, then yeah. the quarter's up and you have to, okay, next. And it's like speed dating. One. Yeah, it's been, and, you know, like I'd much rather yeah. be. Exactly. in deep for two yeah. years and let's get really into it and you, it. you know you take the journey with them yeah. so that's very cool in MMS so, you get to do that yeah you definitely and that was part of the reason I wanted to move to that team was that it could develop these deeper relationships yeah. and kind of spend more time meet them face to face get a better understanding of how their business worked and when is their busiest times also provide them with more industry insights rather mm. than just AdWords because we're consultants as you said and it was looking at analytics not just AdWords to show them where their you know te teething problems were yeah um, just to fine tune that so so yeah. for an AM for an account manager yeah what are the skill sets that someone would need 
uh, you need ex- excellent um, time management skills. Because you've got all these clients calling you, you have and... so many people to prioritize that are telling you I'm the most important. Yes. So knowing who to prioritize in your portfolio yeah. with your time is very important. Um, communication skills. Um, so email over the phone, face-to-face, you know, hangouts on air, you name it. Mm. You need to be able to communicate in a short, an effective way. Yeah. And, that, and in their language as well. We use lots of acronyms. Sorry, I broke into a few there earlier. <laughs> Man, Google, Google is its own it's language. It's crazy yeah. with their own internal language. Yeah. Um, so speaking their language is very important too, so layman terms. And then I would say, yeah, time management, communication, and just execution so project management so being able to say look i'm going to do this and deliver yeah and give them the give them the parameters of what they have to deliver on and measure mm. and improve again yeah um sometimes they have asked for you to be involved in brand workshops that's exciting you know especially if you're pitching youtube to them and they're saying oh we don't have the right assets google has many things to help them with creating video content for example yeah and that was always exciting to do yeah it's cool and if you're working with someone long term like that that mm. you can kind of really delve into that exactly you i know, remember in Sydney, we used to look at the MMS, the, AM, the account managers. Mm. Well, I'm dropping into the Google lingo yeah, here as well. Right. But the, um, the account managers, and yeah. oh, they'd often go home at five, and we we're like, God, these guys have the cushiest thing. But yeah, then you'd see that they're actually working on weekends or they're working up to midnight yeah. sometimes yeah, yeah. because, you ha- as you say, execution, it has, it to, has be to be done for the CEO of the company the next morning or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, you'll get an email. I, used to, I was terrible. I was attached to my phone. My girlfriend hated me for it. I was always reading yeah. emails. You know, you'd get a CEO saying, hey, Connor, I need you to push this over the line. It would be like getting on to invoicing, something as simple as that, billing to invoicing. But you're the person, you're their point of contact. So you can't just say, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. You know, you have to show that you're, you'll deliver when they want you to deliver. And if you do, then the next time that you go to ask them something, it it kind of was beneficial. Yeah. You know, they'd listen. Is that the worst part of being an AM? I think it's the best and the worst part, yeah, is um, that like you... That covers the next question. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the best and worst part is that you have to almost drop everything. Um, you know, I, I had other passions than just to grow businesses. Yeah. Um, my previous manager gave me a really nice thank you card there before I've moved on to my new role saying, thanks, Connor, for all the work you did. You always knew how to grow your customers and just, you know, for the impact to have on the team. But for me like that was the hardest thing is not being able to just cut the cord yeah whether you're on holidays even you're st- you're thinking of their marketing plan for yeah for 2018 or you know you're thinking of where have i got them to at this point and what am i going to do with them next mm. quarter but it was all designed to, to drive their roi and google so and also you're interested yeah. in it yeah, so even though it sounds crap yeah. oh god he's on the beach in spain he's thinking mm. about his client mm. if you're interested you're in marketing interested, it's yeah. a problem you're, it's like playing yeah. with a rubik's cube in your head like exactly. it's just i love marketing and i think then when you're bought into someone's business model yeah. exactly I, you're you're it's hard to just switch off that interest honestly yeah it's like your own business nearly. yeah and i think that that's the ultimate state to get to so people mm. talk about work-life balance yeah i actually don't believe in that i know a lot of people <laughs> say that but yeah. i believe in the idea that you're you're so into your work that you, you know really balance and but you enjoy having yeah, no balance like that's what I'm going for like that's what I yeah think I, I, not everyone agrees of no, course no I actually agree with you but I see I think that would really um, upset my girlfriend because right. it, it kind of takes over it does take over your life yeah, then to a degree because you'd be sitting in a restaurant and you'd be checking your email or you know you'd be chatting to someone or you'd be then talking to her about business because that's what's in your yeah. mind so what's on your mind so it's like oh I've just launched a successful campaign on YouTube <laughs> for bulk powders you know yeah. they don't want to know that yeah um, so yeah 
That's <laughs> uh, it's all part it's an interesting of interesting one. That's all part of the job. So that is the the best part of being an AM is that it is stimulating and you get into you buy yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. To the yeah. business. Buy into the business, and I think you feel part of that team almost. Um, you know, you almost bec- become that partner, and I know it's so used so frequently, but you become you know part of the the clients that I manage anyway. Felt part of that family. Yeah. Um. Also, like being in you know just their success is your success mm. you know so you're like oh great they had their record breaking Black Friday sales or they've just hired a whole new team or they've got a new office space that was happening for some of my clients yeah. and I was actually experiencing that with them that's very cool. cool great experience yeah. before taking your own risk in business you know like you really Definitely. are a part of a yeah. from a safe place you're part very of a business safe. that is exposed Ivory to terror, as they call it <laughs> yeah. But yeah but still enjoy yeah. enjoy enjoying that it's very cool <laughs> if you were so I think a lot of people I would recommend a lot of people go into account management because yeah, yeah, straight definitely. out of college or straight out of a master's yeah. because they, as you say, they see all the business models, they work with Absolutely. executives and yeah. they have a lot of responsibility, they're yeah. expected to execute. Yeah. To those people going into it, mm-hmm. what are the questions that they should ask the interviewer? So one would be, mm-hmm. how long am I going to work with my clients for? Yeah, definitely. Um, what, what else could you think of that might be relevant for them to, to look into as aspects of an AM job? Yeah, I think what are the priority growth areas as well? Right. So like, what is it that's growing Google's business that's going to grow our client's business? Um, yes, like you said, what is the length of the relationship with the client? You know also asking about travel like what what is the you know what's expected of me if i if if i join you know how many interactions that kind of thing because Mm. it is success as an account manager um it's not it's it's, it depends very much on the person and their working style however your manager had very will have very clear expectations of you yeah um, to deliver x or y by a certain time they don't care how you get there um, they, you know, you just have to get there. But I mean, remember that these clients, especially in SBS, are passed around. So if you're the touch, the last touch point for Google, you're a voice of Google. You're representing the brand. Yes. So if you've left their account in a not so great way, or had that really quick consultation, which they weren't very happy with, well then know that the next rep is having to pick that up, mm. and you know, you're, it's obviously not doing a great job for the business. Yeah, that's a big responsibility when you're the touch point. You're the one touch point for Google. You voice, really yeah. are. There's you a pressure body there. Google, yeah. yeah. So like whether that's good stuff or that's bad stuff, things that they read about in the news or in a blog post, you have to be able to park your own emotional side yeah. um, to the side <laughs> and realize that it's not actually you as an individual. They're, they're personally attacking, but more so they're frustrated at something that they perhaps read yeah. and they just want to, to vent and, and find the resolution. Most yeah, of the time, sure. What, how they're going to help their business from this, you know. Yeah, and, and sometimes when they're dealing with such a big company, they expect mm. everything just to be kind of fine, but Google's yeah. still a business, and we have our own, or you can say we, the yeah. Google has its own kind of things to work through, etc. <laughs> you can say well. we, you were once upon a time yeah. part of this family. So, so um, when, you're not, when you're not working yeah. after work, and when you're yeah. not lying on the beach uh, yeah. thinking about marketing, yeah. you tend to be found running along that beach. Yeah, Isn't that that's right, right yeah. I'm a very passionate runner. I'm big into my fitness and you know everything to do with fitness, really. Yeah. Weightlifting, running, long-distance running, uh, anything active, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Boxing, kind of, rugby. I played rugby, obviously, as you know. Yeah, for years. I'm yeah. glad this isn't a video interview because yeah. I kind of feel a bit insecure sitting beside this guy. But, <laughs> Not um, at all, You're doing marathons. You yeah. did, one la- did you do one last year I as well? Actually done, I've done a couple of half marathons recently, um, Dublin and Clontarf. So right. I've done two half marathons and two full marathons. So one in Dublin when I was in Trinity in 2009. Right. And my last marathon was in Paris in 2015 yes, when oh, I was yeah. studying my master's. Yeah. 
So I was juggling two jobs, a master's and a marathon. <laughs> a marathon. <laughs> Why, so I, for me, there's a very clear thing there. Yeah. The marathon isn't added onto that pile. It, it no. actually relieves the pile. 100%. The marathon is mm. an outlet for yeah, stress. So outlet, like, that's I mean, you word. understand this. You know, I, if you're a work hard, play hard kind of person, you do need to have your own distractions yeah. or things that you feel you're doing for yourself outside of what you're doing for your business. Yeah. Um, so this came from... This new project, I guess, was I've, I'm in recently into a new job, but I wanted to give myself something to stretch myself again, and I've set myself the goal of five marathons before, you know, in my lifetime. It's on my <laughs> before your list. knees blow. Before, it, before, <laughs> yeah. I, before I pop my clogs, but uh, yeah, so like, I've done the Dublin one, Paris. This one's next, London in April, and right. then I want to do Berlin and New York. Yeah. So you have to qualify for those, of course. I would have qualified five years ago with a sub three marathon, <laughs> but I've, I'm doing this one this year for charity. So right. Okay. A, a gold bond um, sponsorship scheme. Um, I'm. I think you have to raise like eighteen hundred pounds. I yeah. raised about two and a half thousand pounds. And you're going for three grand. I'm going for three grand. Yeah. So, so these, why not? These guys might be able to help. Where can they? Where can they donate? On the uh, Virgin. You can. Yeah. You can. It's Virgin Money, uh, London Marathon, Ford slash Connors. Uh, marathon I think. and it's going towards multiple sclerosis right that's right multiple yeah. sclerosis trust yeah MS trust yes. very good my granddad actually you. had ms um he was wheelchair bound um, but i know a lot of people who are affected by this right. disease it's a horrible degenerative disease i think just i think there's a lot more that can be done for research and yeah. to support those people who are diagnosed with ms fair play very yeah. inspiring um, what does running what does running do for you so you say it's an yeah. outlet but like you know you're yeah. running what is it 26 miles yeah what do you think about it <laughs> that's a, I actually have had this question many times and I'm really sad to say that I think of nothing <laughs> yeah. so the thing is monkey banging challenge for <laughs> I wish I could say to you the reason because a lot of people don't like running right for me running is an outlet as I said and it gets me to focus on just the action of running and the environment of running through yeah so I don't like to have many focuses. It's something I've realized. I like to take on a lot and do many things, but not all at the same time. Right. Um, so whether I'm in that job, you know, like when I was in my master's studying, I'm studying. If I'm out socializing, I'm socializing. Mm. If I was working in Tommy Hilfiger or Best Menswear, I was doing those jobs. Yeah. So for running for me is about finding a focus that's not work. Right. And that you enjoy, you know, the benefits of seeing your progress as well. Mm. So that's the same way I, I do weight training. Yeah. Strength, you can feel. There's something very good about that measurable progress. Measurable you progress. You keep yourself yeah. honest. And honest, exactly. Yeah, I think yeah. there's something very good about that. And seeing where you've come from and where you are now. Yeah. It's reassuring. Yeah. My, um, <laughs> yeah. That, that hugely rewarding as well. Yeah. My, um, my take on this thing is, so you say, like, say, uh, work is really intense. Yeah, true. And then people might think it's weird that you have such an intense pursuit outside of work. <laughs> I think that in order to achieve balance, the intensity needs to be matched. Definitely, so if your work yeah. is really intense and then you've got kind of nothing going on outside, that's the seesaw is oh, imbalanced there, you know. I 100 so you need to you. match yeah. the the intensity and like I, I think yeah. some people if they do have a really intense job and nothing else going on mm. and they can start to oh, impinge on mental health a little bit. Yeah, 100. percent It'd be very counterproductive. Yeah. So if you have a really stressful day job and you're doing 101 different things and you, you're doing more than just your core role now, you're, yeah. you're t- trying to really stretch yourself. If you go home and you just sit on a couch or you go to a bar and you're you're just drinking, yeah, it's actually it's, it has negative effects. Yeah. Um, so you're right. So it's best to fill, I feel it's best to fill your time with things that you get the reward from for yourself. Mm. Um, and for me, like it's, it's fundraising, you know, for a charity, you know, that's having a broader social impact, yeah. you know, feeling part of, you know, something bigger than just me. Um, and then whether that's, you know, educating, helping fourth year transition your students as well in Google, like that's rewarding. You yeah. know? It's away from the day job and it yeah. gives you something back. 
Can we talk about that, actually? I'm interested in this, because one thing I've been thinking about recently, and you touched on it, yeah. is the idea of getting paid in different ways. Yeah. So yeah. say you do a job and you, you, you get yeah. paid money. Yeah, yeah, And sure. then you go and uh, help a charity, and yeah. it's a bit yeah. rewarding, and it yeah. pays yeah. you in that yeah. way, and yeah. that it's rewarded, and yeah. it tickles yeah. something that nothing else can. Nothing else can, yeah. What other ways can you... Um, like mm. recall being paid in and what, what do people kind of look for so I noticed that yeah. giving or, or yeah. serving a cause that is much bigger than myself that's right is yeah. rewarding and you know I'm, I'm, I didn't discover that that's a no. well known thing yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's true what else can you kind of what else have you experienced that is a, that is a payment form that people can mm. look to if work isn't giving them they're giving everything into work and it's not giving them everything back yeah, where yeah. can they look for the things that work isn't giving them definitely um, so I think you don't have to look far and you look at your family um, I think that's something that, you know, for me personally at, at a company like Google, it pays well, you know, they give you bonuses, spot yeah. bonuses, you know, you get, you know, in, I think Q3, I had the highest spot bonus awards. So what? Right. like that, that means absolutely nothing to me. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't even know that, but that's amazing for me. It's about actually feeling recognized by your peers, your friends, your family, like feeling part of life. Actually, yeah. That's what it is. It's like you're actually making a difference, do you mm. know, because so many people say, tell other people what a great job they're doing rather than the other way around. Yeah. Do you know, I'd much rather someone saying, hey, you're doing a great job. Like, you know, even what you're doing here with grad life, I think it's brilliant, you know, and people should be, you know, that's where I get my stimulus from is yeah. other people giving me that positive energy. Um, so you don't get that from just a paycheck or, you know, a spot bonus mm. or whatever. Um, you need to feel it back in words um, and even sometimes ways that people repay that in, in action as yeah. well. So the next time you need something, someone will help you out. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Um, Send it down. <laughs> that, that, no, that's a very similar thing to mine. I'm, like if I was to look through my contract with Google now, mm. where it mentions the money and the perks, yeah, the the bi- they left the yeah. biggest form of compensation off, which mm. was the community that you're a part of. That's right. And I went from a really lonely job in a bank mm-hmm. to just this warm incredible yeah, community is welcoming where yeah. you're surrounded by a really nice people but b mm-hmm. people who are do like in, they're somewhat inspiring because yeah, they're the energizing they're yeah. go-getters exactly yeah. and yeah. i think that payment form the community mm-hmm. was a massive thing that I, I didn't even know it existed until no. i experienced it yeah and that was a huge thing for me and no. that's something we were talking about just before we started recording was yeah. the idea of surrounding yourself with people who do kind of bring you up and definitely encourage yeah. you and inspire you yeah, I think that's it. And usually it's your family. Um, mm. I've actually found in recent years it's it's more so my friends. Um, um, and sometimes they can be people telling you you're not doing a great job too. Yeah. Um, and that's actually valuable as well. As yeah, as for sure. Honest friends it. are... Very honest friends, exactly. Yeah. Rather than telling you what you'd like to hear. Yeah. Um, so you learn a lot more about yourself and also about the, your friends that you keep as well from how they communicate with you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a learning curve. <laughs> yeah, it is. But yeah. it's a, it's something I've kind of um, I've, it's where I've seen a lot of change I think in the people you surround yourself with. So yeah. obviously you've got solid friends you see That's right. every now and then, etc. Yeah. But then the people that you kind of see every day can change quite 100%. rapidly and yeah, yeah. De- deliberately so as well. Because think yeah. I'm not getting anything from that guy anymore. No, this guy yeah. is now. Yeah, you know, exactly. inspiring me much more, being much more positive, whatever it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's an interesting, uh, interesting area. Definitely at Google, anyway. <laughs> dynamic is the word. Changing teams. Yeah, a lot oh, of huge. that as well. Yeah, yeah. Important to surround yourself with the right people. Yeah, it's a big thing. What have you done now? You've been in three, three um, different teams, still. I've been through. I mean, it's SBS, Top Movers, Newbie Plus, uh, Mid Market Sales Two, Mid Market Sales One. I was mobile lead of that program and GMS as well. It's the whole of UK sales, mobile right. lead. And now I'm in 
the MTT, which is part of PSA, which in normal language would mean product sales and activation. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, so like that's six teams. Yeah. So I've actually had careers within here. God, uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, like, does that happen because you get bored in a role, or what is it? Um, that's a good question. I've been trying to understand that myself. I think people want change um, to improve themselves. And change the stimulates as well. I change think. stimulates your mind and... You know, you, you want to feel like you're learning and growing, um, and that's exactly it. Yeah. So for, it came from a place of I'm not learning anything more here, yeah. and I'm not getting anything else back other than a paycheck, and you know, there's no more leadership opportunity here. Yeah. I've led as far as I can. I'll hand this over to someone in a good state of affairs. So yeah, I think it's always yeah looking yeah. for the next opportunity. I think you should always be doing that, whether yeah. you're in college or whether you're in your career your masters whatever yeah. you know, taking up a new language you mentioned Spanish like I mean it's a positive thing to do to try yeah, and take sure. on new things I think Google's actually quite good about that so like we agreed that there are parts of jobs in Google mm. that have a narrow focus so right. say if you're yeah. We're just working with AdWords. So yeah. AdWords is a complex product. It and is. Yeah. First six months, you're going to be trying to get the hang of it. But That's after it. that, you should yeah, be pretty fine. And maybe after a year and a half, you might say, okay, I've had bloody eating, sleeping, and, yeah. and breathing AdWords, AdWords for a year and a half. my years now. Yeah, I'm going to do something else. Mm. You look around for a day in mm. Google. Sydney, yeah. I can only imagine what it's like here. But in Sydney, there was a guy upstairs mm. selling the, the Google phone. Mm. They were working with different advertising products. They were working with YouTube in yeah. many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. And they were yeah. doing marketing on behalf of Google. There's yeah. so, yeah. And here, there'd be, be an incredible amount of things. Mm. Mm. And the guy selling YouTube mm. might be bored of YouTube, even though it looks interesting to you. And mm. AdWords look interesting to him. <laughs> yeah, it's fresh. So it's very mm. easy to you know, change around and, as you say, very. change careers within Google. There's yeah. a lot going on there. So yeah. I think there's one, one rumor that is out there about Google that is, is that all the jobs are narrow-focused. That's not Not true. necessarily yeah. at all because there's plenty of variety going. Mm -hmm. You can go from selling ads on a Monday to selling phones on a Tuesday if you if want to. If you'd like to. Yeah. Or Google Cloud was something I was Google considering. Cloud, yeah. They're hiring massively now. And, and even now, oh, that's that cloud. I wasn't really in. I wasn't really bought into could it. Could you could you give a run through of cloud for? Yeah, it was any of our services that we'd run. We'd be selling to kind of schools, businesses that require Google Cloud support. So it's basically saving things in the cloud. So Google Docs, all of that stuff would. Fall yeah, under so it's cloud. like the it's like the so arrival of Microsoft. Like Microsoft, exactly, but for Google. Yeah, and yeah. We'd be selling everything there that we have, you know, from Sheets, Google Docs, all the different um, things that we have yeah. that fall under cloud solutions. Um, it would be a really interesting team to work with because it, it kind of I suppose aligns with what I like which is helping other people to learn and grow and, you know, and grow businesses grow people mm. but it wasn't for me I found passion in mobile technology advertising is growing and mobile as you know yeah. AI as well like the internet of things and I just wanted to stick with this because yeah. I still think I haven't mastered it at all truly yeah. Like even from a coding perspective, that's a new skill I'm getting now, learning about HTML, JavaScript, Jeez, CSS, cool. technical people on the team, not having to do the MBA or do the digital marketing course outside yeah. of Google. So clever. Oh, so I used to have this spreadsheet when I was in Google. Yeah. And it was called um, GBS, Google Business School. Yeah. And I was thinking, these are all the things I can school, learn here. Yeah. And I just ticked the box. Yeah, this week I learned there's whatever. There's people in here. For languages, you want to learn that? You yeah, that it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is brilliant. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking... Sure. With, the, with a lot of the AdWords themes, the sales cycle can yeah. be quite short. Yeah. And what I mean by that for the students is 
you talk to the guy you're trying to sell to, you, you start the conversation on Monday, yeah. you might have the sale closed by Thursday or Friday, and then it's on to the next guy. Yeah. So quick sales cycle, you know, not yeah, too deep, just bang, bang, bang. Yeah. The Google for Business, which is where they're selling these, um, like the equivalent of Microsoft Excel, etc. Yeah. They're slow sales cycles. That's so right. it might take six months to a year to close, close a sale, deal, yeah. which might sound bad to people, mm-hmm. but if you've worked in a fast sales cycle environment, yeah. a slow sales cycle can actually be quite appealing because you really get into their business and yeah. learn yeah. all about yeah. the ins yeah. and outs and think how much money is this going to save for them. It's probably much more management consulting style yes. sales rather than sales sales, if yes. that makes sense. Yes, yes. So there is that within Google as well. Don't just say, oh, it's sales. No. There's very different variations and iterations of yeah there's a sales longer career. term yes yeah, like kind of client relationship management like you mentioned there with cloud mm. um, with the role I'm doing even it's about websites you know so it's not something you just change overnight yeah you know, it could be new technology they use from payments checkout optimization that takes months sometimes not yeah. just you know, you know a quarter um, and yeah you can start in small business sales where it is quite quick transactional sales mm. like upselling you know extensions or you know, different things that you can do on AdWords, but there's a lot more to it, yeah. as you say. For me now, getting grad life started, there's obviously a lot to do, and you kind of look at every single aspect of mm-hmm. what it's going to involve. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm, I'm like across all the technical stuff, etc., mm-hmm. but my experience in Google has made me much, much more ready for that yeah. because you're experiencing it with your clients every day yeah. and because of the Google Business School Definitely. and that sort of thing as well. You know, like, GPS, I'll use that one. It's, no, honestly, it's really, really good. I, I got a lot out of it. Like, yeah. It was one of my, it was one of like my kind of KPIs for myself. Yeah, no worries. Um, right. was a good thing. And so moving around geographically then is a yeah. big theme in, in Google. Yeah, it, it is for many different people in here. Like it's definitely crossed my mind. You know, Google Hong Kong. You were working in Sydney, Mark. Like I mean, there's loads of people have gone that way as yeah. well. Google Sydney or gone to Google Mountain View. We lost a lot of our team to Google New York. Right. Um, you know, there's loads of people moving around. The the mobility is there definitely if yeah. you're willing to travel. Um, right now, it doesn't make a huge amount of sense for me, given that I've just moved into a new role and yeah. trying to establish myself first. But in the future, who knows? You know, I'm uh, like my girlfriend's quite open to moving. Um, you know, she's based from in Hong Kong. Her family are from there originally, right. so that's a very real possibility. France as well. I considered France because obviously I worked there before. Yeah, I was looking to get into consultancy. The door isn't closed there either. Um, and America is very much appealing. Like I've just said goodbye to some friends of ours. One of which, both which worked in Google, right. uh, one in finance and other in uh, translation, um, and they've moved to San Francisco, California. Right. So, like the, it's such a, I think it's a passport. Yeah. You know, like like an EY or any other, you know, global business. It's very much, it's very easy to move around then yeah. if, if you, you know, obviously performing in in the company and they don't want to lose you. You're an asset, so yeah. they hired you for a reason in the first place. So they'll make it work in a, in another office yeah. space. Well, I actually am. I did two interviews for to move to Colombia with oh, yeah. with Google. Wow, that's an interesting. Yeah, well, and I was like, I remember saying it to someone. They'd be like, "Oh, you'll get that. Nobody wants to go." <laughs> Should they're handing it out. <laughs> yeah. Here's so, the job. Um, I did the interview in Spanish, and back then my Spanish that was pre well before the yeah. South America trip, so my Spanish yeah. wasn't as good as it is now. Yeah. Um, and in the interview, I had like my strategy, like obviously my interview strategy, but then yeah. my Spanish strategy because oh, yeah, it was all yeah. in Spanish. Oh, right. And so that's I tough. had to ask every single question to be repeated so yeah. I'd look for keywords yeah. the first time and then try to make sense of it the second uh, time uh, uh. and then just give some like well fair play for giving answer. that a go because that's, that's a tough I got one. through the first interview oh, I did well, the second that's interview a, that's um, a plus, huh? but yeah it wasn't my Spanish just wasn't where it needed to be at all like. <laughs> 
That's a learning, though, isn't it? We never fail. Well, the fact, you know what? The fact that they bloody did the interview was very nice of them. <laughs> I thought, and, um, you can always come back with your improved Spanish. Yeah, exactly. Download Busu. It's a, a company I used to um, manage. It's a language learning app. It's called Busu. Right, okay. It's very good for Latam Spanish. Ah, right, um, fair enough. We did a lot of work with them on YouTube, so hopefully you can watch an ad through right. YouTube and download that way. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> it's good to know. Um, yeah, because that that's one of my things for the year, just to not lose the Spanish after you're yeah. working so hard at it. Because it's an yeah. investment that doesn't pay off very clearly. Like, you put an hour a day into Spanish, and you're kind of thinking, when do I get this back? Test, and it just yeah, comes exactly. every now and then when yeah, you meet yeah. someone and it's good fun and go, that sort yeah. of stuff. You can um, communicate. Yeah, it, 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 nice. also, it makes your world bigger. Definitely. Okay, we'll drop into the uh, quick fire. So there's actually quite yeah. a few of them. I've built this out. Cool. Right? No, I'm ready for them. And I haven't given you any warning, so you're going to be um, <laughs> no, I'll be caught off guard. My feet here. There's going to be two that will catch you off guard, Okay, I think. good. Good to know. <laughs> Why did you wake up in the morning in college? What was kind of like, what was fueling you to get up? Um, feeling me to get up to make a living <laughs> like I had no idea what I was doing I knew I needed to study um, I'm not someone who can study quite well isolated I right. need to be around other people actually people it's always been people I, you know I, I learned with other people I worked on projects and that's when I enjoyed things the most yeah. actually helping other people as well on their own projects preparing for exams my brother Mark does that as well too probably to his detriment because <laughs> he should be focused more on himself yeah. but yeah so the people actually that's probably it and today? Um, today I, I would love to say it's still the people it's the food in Google <laughs> so I love coming in this morning I didn't because I was getting my blood tests I had an on site health check or consultation Yeah. so I hadn't. I had no breakfast this morning which is very hard oh no but uh, yeah no usually it's the breakfast and then then the people yeah okay food, food first people later. yeah the community in Google I never community, I never yeah. dreaded coming to Google I no. always thought it was a nice place it's to always to. fun something going on yeah it's good it's not it's not grey or miserable it's a, no, no, yeah, it's it's a cool. bright place to come to every day um, lessons learned big lesson learned in the last five years in your early career about life or career yeah I can apply to life and career um, so it's three things always come Perfect. to the table with three things <laughs> that's, that's the first point lesson one <laughs> that's, yeah. lesson one um, and then I think so always yeah don't or two things keep it simple keep it to the point because people just lose what you're talking about if yeah. you're trying to cover millions of different things and then the second one is keep your circle small um, but make sure that they're, it's quality people that you have in your circle. Right, okay. So a lot of people expand their net, networking with all kinds of people. I'm, I'm less so that type of person. Yeah. I would always try um, and see what effort they make with me, yeah. not just in business, but also apply it to your personal life too. For sure. Um, bring, brings you a lot more reward uh, in terms of happiness, but also what you get done yeah. rather than really going after other people all the time. They have to be you know, invested in your interests yeah. too. That's the key word for me is investing. I've learned and yeah. written about this as well. The idea that I, if I wait, if, if Tesco give their dividends tomorrow, yeah. I can't get annoyed that I don't get any because no. I didn't buy any Tesco didn't stock. I didn't Tesco invest. Stock, yeah. If a friend or Bitcoin, doesn't, for example. Yeah. If a friend <laughs> doesn't um, invite me to a birthday party or whatever, mm. I can't complain if I haven't seen the guy in three or four years. Mm. Like you have to invest in your. And if you know, if I go through a hard time and he doesn't call me up, yeah. can't complain. Didn't no, invest. Didn't happen, you need to no. invest in your friends, and there's only so That's many it. you can invest properly in. Yeah. Like yeah. your time is the resource that you're investing, and you have limited. Time. That was my last point. Was the time is new luxury? It's not. I'm being offline as well. Actually, yeah. for someone who works online, so spending time with people offline yeah. for me is is so valuable in a world where we're connected nearly all the time Constantly. online. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. no, brilliant. Um, There's two things for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's something you wish you did in college? 
Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I wish I got involved more um, in some of the societies. I did get involved in like Foresight Business Group and you know, I was I, when I wasn't studying French, Latin or sociology, I was playing either, you know, I did a bit of cricket at one point. Um, I played a bit of football, some rugby with DFC um, right. under 20s, but I let that kind of go. Yeah. Um, it's hard to keep all that going. Um, yeah. You know, and do it really well. Um, but I wish I'd actually stuck with it a bit more and maybe just invested myself a bit more yeah. in the student life, not just the drinking, socialising, studying side, yeah. more so the extracurricular or intramural activities, if you want yeah. to call it, you know, what's going on in Trinity. Yeah, 15 episodes done, 14 people have said that. They wish they got really? more involved with societies and stuff. It's, uh, I'm, I, I Did they it's, say that? Yeah, it's my number two. <laughs> I must have been listening. No. <laughs> <laughs> my number one is I wish I started a business because there's nothing to lose business. then. Yeah. But number That's two true. is I wish I got into... Uh, Societies and stuff because mm. what you don't realize at that time in your life yeah. is that you have more time than you ever will. Like you, what you just said, yeah. time is a is a luxury. Yeah, exactly. College students have no idea no. to what extent that is true. It's the best years <laughs> you of, their, of your life, really. Yeah, like, and use them, leverage yeah. them to grow yeah. in yeah. different ways. So much time to grow there. Yeah, to make, rather than just get trolleyed every night. Show um, the initiative to grow. Yeah, don't yeah. get trolleyed. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's something you wish you did in your early career? Um, oh yeah, that's a good one. I wish I had figured out the kind of, um, how would you say, the game. Figure out the game. Right. So no matter where you go in every business, whether it's Google, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, wherever, it doesn't yeah. matter. These are just tech business, but any business, there's always a game. Um, now whether you play, choose to play the game or not is up to you. And for me, for the first year, I thought I'm all about you know, running marathons, right? Doing my best and meritocracy and you'll be rewarded. Sadly, that's not the case, I don't believe. Um, there is a bit of a political game that people play yeah. um, in terms of shouting about what a great job they're doing. It sounds really American, but, you know, hey, look at me, look what I'm doing. Um, and really underlining it and telling the right people, just meeting people for a coffee. That wasn't something, you know, I say I like meeting people, but people that like meeting me. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes it was people that I maybe didn't really get that vibe from. Yeah. So I just would cut them out where they see you as a chess piece rather than a, oh, well, a, a exactly yeah, as a foot <laughs> yeah. soldier and I'm just doing work for them like oh yeah that Conor McGann fella he's good but I don't know much about him yeah. so I think that's it if I was to rewind the clock is to understand that if you really want to progress in a career in any business that you need to not only network but utilise your network mm. properly yeah. so having a network is one thing knowing how to use the network meeting people re-getting to know them getting them to know you is so important it's funny that um, the, all the businesses you name there and I know you're talking about every business mm. but all the businesses you name there are American businesses <laughs> and I think and this isn't uh, ragging on Americans no. in any way and that's an American term but uh, <laughs> I noticed because I worked for an Australian business and yeah, then I moved yeah. into an American business and I yeah. noticed these cultural differences there is so yeah. what's strangely it actually definitely. does matter where the business comes from because the mm -hmm. culture is set from the top, top down yeah it definitely yeah. is true and I don't know if it's very Irish of us to do that either like we tend to take, stick to our own and yeah. you know like even from schools we were chatting about it earlier and like where are they now you know the only networks I've really felt really part of and it's where I've really tried with people and got involved in those things was in Smurfit Business School yeah you know, rugby trip in America make great friends there um, and then Google it's yeah. a massive community and if you put something into it and really put yourself into it you get something out you get a lot out of it that was my favorite thing for sure <laughs> um, what is a change you wish to see for the world wow we're getting deep now oh this is just the beginning <laughs> my friend a change I wish to see for the world um, not to be as influenced 
uh, as what by what they see online. Right. So something that I see with my own siblings, even like I have a younger sister. Hopefully she's not listening. <laughs> she's away in Val Torrens on one of those ski trips, oh, getting yeah. involved in trendy stuff. But she, you know, she's very not easily influenced. Just she'll she'll read what she sees on Facebook or or hear what people are, you know, what people say or reading statuses or comments below yeah. pictures. But really, at the end of the day, that that stuff doesn't matter. I remember Jamie Heeson came in here and he was saying after uh, you know he came in, he comes in all the time and he was saying to just a small group of us that when he used to play games at the weekend, even for Trinity, Clontarf and then Leinster in Ireland, yeah. he didn't read what the papers were, were saying because, you know, he would listen to his family and say right. they would give him, like, a, a strong idea of how well he performed. Yeah. He sometimes got really bogged down mentally by what papers were saying. Did mm. he have a good game, a bad game, what he could have done better? And I think, unfortunately, there are so many papers out there, yeah. you know, and, and some of these people don't even have the license to sell those papers. You know, these are pe- these are friends in our network saying things. Yeah. And if I was to have listened to a lot of what my friends said and my so-called friends on Facebook, I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. Definitely not. Like it's, it can breed negativity, or you can feed the positivity yeah. from, you know, the right sources of truth. Yeah. So okay. staying, yeah, caring less about what is said online. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um. <laughs> going directly into quotes that you might have seen online <laughs> any any quotes, quotes that well, I, like. I'm a big fan of quotes but um, I'm trying to think of, of one here well what I spot. often do what I often do is come back to that so the, yeah. the seed is planted and we'll come Anthony back Anthony Robbins is plenty of them yeah loads of them yeah. do you like him Tony Robbins uh, I, I wouldn't say like I think some, some of the stuff he says is true yeah um, and I, like things he's talking about locus of control and you know just success and what it means to be successful I believe in but as a person I, th- I think what he does is a bit a bit too much at times kind of Gary Gary V yeah like, yeah a bit too much too yeah. American or something he's really bashing the American <laughs> yes. I think it's very similar to an American audience for yeah, sure exactly. I think Irish people the and Australians are probably a bit more closed off more for that sort of thing. yeah <laughs> I like to think so um, so yeah we'll come back to um, a quote mm. a book do you read much? I read books yeah. I can't remember the last book I read oh god oh I do know it's a very nerdy book though what's it called? oh no I read loads and I bet I've read it well not I bet I, I but don't I think you have go James Joyce Ulysses no that's nerdy <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I also read like ancient Greek civilizations right. so we were in Athens myself and my partner still I've opened the first chapter and she keeps reminding me the Iliad I haven't read either but I'm still working I'm trying right, to read okay. old, old old books why? I don't know because the present is so boring <laughs> <laughs> the past is so much more interesting I feel like we've gone backwards in so many ways like, yeah. I mean I love I was fascinated with ancient Egypt Greece you know I travelled there it was amazing I did and I think reading books at the right time, particularly at the age yeah. when you're in college, is a very powerful thing. No, um, you're so right. And I'm definitely going to read a book. There's one called, is it Homo Sapiens? Homo, yeah, yeah. Uh, Homo, uh, Homo, Homo Deus and Sapiens. Yes, that's it. I think it's Sapiens. So, yeah, actually. Sapiens, sapiens. Is, that's my floor at home. I need to get into that. So I've looked at the preface and I'm like, okay, we'll read that. Yeah. It takes the whole evolution of humans and, and like yeah. why we are the way we are. And I'd love to read that. So well, a good friend of mine who was on episode one of this, that's his favourite book. Is it and really? He has great taste in books, so I guess... Okay. That's, That's going to be a very one good one. Then. Yeah, nice. After ancient Greece. Yeah. <laughs> a person... Oh, God, you, this would be good for you, I think. A person you've met that has been inspiring for you. Mm, I've actually met a lot of inspiring yeah, people. you would have met some <laughs> cool people. Um, I don't know. I, I will give you one probably not thinking of, uh, which is weird, but it's female. Right. Um, Irish. 
talented athlete and not an Irish talented athlete everyone say Conor McGregor and I haven't met him um, so Katie Taylor actually. right I met Katie Taylor second year working at Google I was doing white collar boxing for um, Jack Cavanagh Trust oh, yeah. uh, fundraising she happened to come in I put my name in a raffle you know the way Google do these things yeah. like give us a reason why you should meet her and I said look uh, I was fundraising for this and I'd love to be able to give these gloves to Jack and with a message he was in Trinity at the time mm. and yeah like she she's so softly spoken but she's deadly like you know if you watch her she she's probably one of the fastest punchers in the game right and accurate and you know she's she's really like doing amazing stuff for Irish sport yeah. and especially female Irish sport as well because last thing I think of is Sonia Sullivan or someone yeah. like that we need more female um, sports people out there yeah. um, so she was inspiring Very cool. and I got her glove signed to Jack best wishes keep fighting best wishes Kate Nice. I think they're in this room now. Jeez, that's very cool. cool. Good man. I handed them to myself. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, person you haven't met, someone you read about or see or. Mm. And don't say Elon Musk, everyone. No, it's not Elon Musk. <laughs> All my friends love Elon Musk. Like, and, and sadly, it's not in the business world either. I'd love to meet um, these great leaders that are shaping our world now in Europe. So, for example, um, Macron, the French president right, right now, yeah. he's a young president who's, you know, got very positive um, rating at the moment from the French public um, French public and you know he's also dealing with older people and younger and he's he's done a lot to reform um, various issues in French society yeah um, different reforms he's he, he's done but like he seems to be an interesting guy dating an older woman he seems yeah, to be who was dating that. when he was but like that 15 that seems to be the only thing that people talk he's got more to tell than that oh know? for like, sure I mean, yeah and we're only reading what we hear yeah. right? so I'd love to meet he seems very um, capable or competent yeah. and level headed and all the skills and qualities I admire so the little confident the little I know about that story yeah that's a weird story and something it's, it's something, something <laughs> weird to happen well, yeah. but that would shape someone and make them outstanding in some yeah. way and clearly I, I yeah. would say that that's worked for him definitely in, in like she's way. made him I think you you feed off other people I mean my partner has definitely changed me in the last two to three years yeah. in a positive way you know being open to more things being a lot more confident with style expression you know she's someone who's from a different culture to begin with and I think you're right these people beside you she wants to stand toe to toe with the French president like there's the press are kicking off about this yeah. why, why she's not the first you know she's just the first lady why is she having to be she's not the president of France no but she's someone who supports him and probably yeah. she's a part she's of it part of it sounding board she, yeah. he probably li- she probably listens to a lot of the stuff that he's, he's thinking about yeah. so yeah very important person yeah that's call. cool and the Canadian guy is similar is he yeah, young and Justin progressive Trudeau, and yeah so he, he seems very progressive and very open to LGBT yeah. rights very supportive of that which I think the world is evolving you know our parents generation and maybe the one before that were not quite mm. as open um, and I think it's a good thing um, there's definitely more issues that have to be resolved after granting those yeah. types of things like legal issues and all kinds of things but at least it's a step in the right direction you know yeah. someone is willing to say look we won't he doesn't support building walls he supports breaking them down actually yeah joining I think that's really positive yeah you know of course cool. there has to be a, a filter on it somehow and monitoring things but he wants positive change and yeah I think he symbolizes that as well going running with you know the the tea shock here when he was here oh, yeah. Leo, they went running in Phoenix Park yeah. I love that like you know more of that please, yeah. than what's happening between US and Korea I know. I'd rather read about that every yeah. day than that, kind that of thing. you know what that's actually a very positive thing reminding us that there are positives and bright lights out there you know yeah, politics isn't just Donald Trump and Russia and no, North it's Korea it's there's, there's, you know, there's Sadly guys who are news. really keeping it, keeping it 
torch lit there as well, I think. Well, hundred percent. Sadly, the news is dominated by these dark yeah. you know, stories nearly every day. You know, and, oh, sadly, my dad has the news on repeat when I sometimes when I'm back home and it's just like, well, why are you listening to this? You know, there's yeah. more than that going on. You know, it's usually disaster from disaster, or you know, someone's killed. There are some positive things happening, yeah. just maybe not being shouted about as yeah, much. Yeah, so. yeah, nice. And um, going back to it then, quote. Oh yeah, the quote. You completely forgot, didn't you? Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm mad for my quotes. Like, I have plenty on my Instagram. Like, I, I definitely should. You could pull a quote from my Instagram page. I have hundreds there. Right. Okay. Insta McGann. Isn't it? I th- yeah, that's it. Inst- at Insta McGann. So yeah. like, like Instagram, but Insta McGann. So I N S T A N C G A N. Yeah. And you'll find plenty there. Like I usually put quotes under pictures of running and all kinds of things yeah. to give people any kind of inspiration, yeah. <laughs> more to motivate myself than anything. A bit of a lift. Um, but yeah. Good stuff. Well, thank you very yeah. much for coming on. Great fun. No worries. Pleasure and, um, speaking to you. Good luck in the marathon in April. And again, Appreciate hopefully that. people get on board the funding. Um, do you want to give the do you want to give the link? Yeah, one more time? so it's Virgin Money. Um, for if you just search for Connor McGann, Connor's London Marathon. Connor's London Marathon, perfect. Yeah. yeah, and get on board. Give a few bob to multiple sclerosis. That's it. Thank you very Cheers, much. Good having you on. Good to meet you. Brilliant. Take care. Okay, well I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, I've got a few takeaways here. So firstly was Connor's mention of the Masters in Science Management out in UCD. So it lasts one year, costs about ten to twelve k and can be a really good idea for someone who isn't sure what part of the business world would interest them most. So even though coming out of college, 10 to 12k seems like a lot of money in the grand scheme of things, even throughout your 20s, I think that it could be a worthwhile investment to make, get a loan from a bank or from wherever you can, um, and do that course if you're kind of still struggling what area would interest you most, because a few years lost going down an area that won't be your long-term pursuit could be much more expensive in the long run than the 10k you would fork out initially just to find an area that does interest you. Uh, A theme that came up this week as well as last week was the French and the languages. Um, As you heard, he was considering going to France to work in Mazars after his master's and the ability to speak French obviously made that an option for him. That would have been an incredible opportunity. Um, Obviously he got a great one in Dublin as well. But it is a brilliant thing to do. If you can learn a language, it really does broaden your horizons for you. One thing he was saying was the idea of being intimidated by cultures when you're starting out in a company. So, as we said, with Google being the example, it probably applies to all tech companies and maybe um, a lot of companies outside of that sphere as well. There is, It can be quite striking when you walk in and you do kind of meet a lot of people who um, appear to be sort of perfect and, and prototypes for... Um, People who, as Connor said, have never had anything go wrong for them, but you would be very pleasantly surprised by the cultures that exist behind that uh, that wall and that face. So don't be intimidated by, intimidated by those things. Um, I think they would be prevalent in a lot of different businesses. Uh, the idea of an MBA came up again when I was talking about uh, Google Business School and that little project that I ran on that spreadsheet. So... Why do people do MBAs? Well, for a lot of different reasons, but some of the most common reasons are to build a network and to get a general business education. And I think in a lot of these companies, particularly tech companies who are more aware of uh, changing employee desires to learn, etc., there's a lot of opportunity there to educate yourself um, using the resources that are available throughout the companies. 
join a company that can give you more than just money. So we talked about the different forms of payment and community was a big one for me. The opportunity to give to, to people outside of the company is a big one for Connor. Um, and the personal growth opportunities were, were big for both of us. So definitely look for different things in the company. Challenge them in the interview saying, what more can I get out of this than just money or than just the job? Um, and see what they have on offer because that is becoming a hugely important part of of employee remuneration and one that you're uh, you, you know you can expect I think companies today definitely should be giving more than just money zooming in on the account manager role he said that the key skills were time management communication um, and execution slash project management as we said account managing can be a very good educational role to start your career in because of the amount of business models that you come into contact with and the amount of uh, or the, the variety of people who run those businesses and who work in them, who you'll be dealing with day to day. It's a very, very educational role and one that we definitely recommend um, getting started out in if you want to be in technology or sales or business development or anything like that. Just like a lot of other guests, Connor cited his um, involvement in university as something that he would do differently. So um, get involved in different courses or clubs, communities, whatever it might be, projects in university when you can, because they're hugely educational, and as we said, you've got absolutely nothing to lose. And his running, the fact that he's got this outlet that he's so intense about outside of work, is definitely very good for his mental health and just his enjoyment of his life as well. I'd highly recommend getting something that you're really into outside of just your job and, and, and drinking with your friends. And lastly then, very diligently, he came back to me on both the book and the, um, the quotes. So he said that The Odyssey is one of the best books he's read, and that's actually the sequel to The Iliad, which he was talking about. And then he came back with three quotes. So the first was, the body achieves what the mind believes. Second was, the path to success is to take massive determined action, and that's from Tony Robbins. And the third was, sometimes in the waves of change we find our true direction. So there are three very good quotes from a very good man, and I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Looking forward to next week.